Welcome back to Sanity. I'm Shane Gordon. Pride Month officially started last week, but it seems as though a war on pride has been building for some time. Why is that? Let's discuss. So far this year, there has been a lot of pushback against pride. One of the most notable is the Bud Light boycott, which has led to the beer selling for pennies a can when it could even sell. We've also seen a boycott on Target after they decided to hire a Satanist to design pride clothing for infants and to sell a tuck bathing suit for boys and put all this at the front of the store. And more recently, we have the Dodgers celebrating the, quote, life-saving work of the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. If you don't know, they are a group of cross-dressing gay men who perform drag dressed as nuns. They've also put people up on crosses and then had mostly naked men dance around and climb all over them. It's a clear mockery of Catholics and Christianity as a whole. At first, the Dodgers actually decided to pull participation, the group's participation in Pride Night, after a lot of people spoke out against the evil of this group. But after talking with their LGB partners, the Dodgers decided to add the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence back into the lineup. They put catering to this weird sex stuff and apparently life-saving work that comes from dancing around as a mostly naked nun with a beard. And I guess they've forgotten that a huge number of their fans are actually Catholic. The group's name is a literal example of why so many people are pushing back against pride this year. The group celebrates never ending pleasure. That's what the name means. We've said it before and it's worth saying again, the entire LGBT movement is not really about love. It's a movement based on sexual pleasure and nothing else. So why now? Why is the pushback happening now? I think three things are driving the war on pride. The first is the indoctrination of children. America was willing to tolerate adults doing whatever weird sex stuff they wanted to do in the privacy of their own bedrooms or wherever else they wanted to do it, as long as it was private. But Americans do not want gay cartoon porn and gay sex instruction manuals being taught in schools. Rational Americans are also asking why so many people want young kids to see drawings of oral sex or read about, well, butt stuff. The second phenomenon is the ever-increasing amount of public sexuality. We're seeing events geared toward families that include men twerking in thongs. Now, I'm not going to show a clip of that here because honestly, it's gross, but I will include a link for those of you who want to see proof this is happening because I'm sure you're just going to say, no, this isn't real rather than believe me, but there is a link down below. So go watch it. Now, this particular event I'm linking to did occur in the UK, but there were droves of Americans defending it as harmless and telling parents to simply not take the kids or take their kids if they don't want them to see it. Again, most Americans were fine when it was just happening in the bedroom. However, public spaces now seem to be considered part of the LGBT bedroom. And third, 
Well, the third is that the gay movement is being shoved into every aspect of our existence. People are simply tired of it all. But I think we're seeing something more important and more substantial at play here. People know now and have always known that LGBT plus minus ampersand is unnatural. Since the 60s and the start of the gay revolution, rational people have known wanting to have sex in any form other than heterosexual sex goes against the natural order of the world. Whether we're talking science or religion, sex is meant for procreation and two men rolling around in the hay cannot make a baby. But when pride simply was about being accepted and treated just like everyone else, most people were willing to overlook the absurdity of it all. Most people were willing to let other adults live out their sexual fantasies behind closed doors. Now that pride is no longer about love and let love, people are starting to vocalize their true feelings. There are no rights gay people don't have. There is no lack of support for the LGBT community. There is no overwhelming hate or violence toward LGBT people. In fact, there is practically zero violence. Need proof? How about the fact that misgendering is now considered a violent act against an LGBT person? The reason using words is now considered violent is because real violence doesn't exist. The two biggest examples of violence against LGBT were the Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando and Club Q shooting in Colorado Springs. Now, if you read liberal news, they would say these men were straight, as straight can be, and just hated gay people. The problem is that, in the case of Orlando, multiple men spoke out saying they had romantic encounters with the shooter and that he frequented gay clubs. And in the case of Colorado Springs, the shooter identified as non-binary. The problem for the LGBT community and the liberal politicians and media is that they lecture the world on accepting someone's word when they say they're anything but straight. We aren't supposed to question them or even offer an alternative possibility as to why they are feeling the things they're feeling. If a boy says he's gay, he's gay. If a, he says he's a girl, he's a girl. Except when they want to say straight people hate LGBT, the LGBT community. Then we ignore the evidence. The immediate narrative in both cases was anti-LGBT violence. However, it became obvious that both of these mass shootings were someone lashing out against their own community, which honestly shouldn't be surprising because this is the case more often than not. The vast majority of all types of violence occur against someone of the same family, race, religion, beliefs, neighborhood, sex, etc. And these cases were no different. Are there cases of true hate crimes where people attack others because of their ideology? Sure. Look at 9-11. That's a perfect example. But these weren't them. It is very hard to find a true hate crime other than misgendering against an LGBT person. We can no longer say Pride Month is about awareness and acceptance. It's not. Now it's about two things, power and money. Those with power 
want to assert their power by forcing speech. And they want to gain power by making a group of people feel they are marginalized. So that's why it's a hate crime to misgender someone. It's not enough to leave the LGBT community alone. We must wave their flag and repeat their mantras or we are hateful and phobic. They are on a crusade to crush opposing religions with their own sexual religion. And so far it's worked. And then there's money. Why does BMW America change their Twitter avatar to rainbow colors, but BMW Saudi Arabia doesn't? And by the way, BMW is not the only example of this. Well, it's quite simple. They don't care about pride. They care about profit. You might say it's because laws in Saudi Arabia, blah, blah, blah. But that's a poor excuse for a company supposedly fighting for the rights of LGBT people. The only countries in which people of varying sexual persuasion don't have rights are the same countries BMW keeps silent about those rights. They're so brave to fight for the rights of people who already have rights. It's almost as if they have another motive. Maybe they're virtue signaling. Now, why would that be? Well, those who argue that all forms of sex are morally equal tend to be college-educated white liberals with disposable income. In other words, they have money to spend. So BMW is hoping that by changing its logo to include the rainbow colors, those people will see how progressive BMW is and decide they want a new car. It's really that simple. There is no other reason. It's simply marketing. I wish I had some amazing insight here, but you can't really overthink this. Sure, you could talk about how ESG is being pushed by the large investment firms, BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street. And that is true. But supporting pride is still all about money. If Target chooses to forgo its pride displays, the large investment firms could pull capital out of Target. Overall, conservatives tend to shop anywhere that supplies what they need, while liberals tend to avoid any store that even has a hint of conservative values. Because of this, there's no real reason for a major company not to support pride. Historically, they make more money due to virtue signaling, and they also sit in the good graces of large investment firms. But that's changing now. Conservatives are getting tired of it. For over 60 years, they've done what they were asked. They've let gay people live their lives. But now that gay people won't let conservatives live their lives, there's no reason to stay quiet. The silent majority is waking up and a war against pride is raging. So how do we stop this? Well, first, stop grooming children. Stop putting books in elementary libraries that have cartoon penises and talk about butt plugs. Stop having discussions in high school classes about prostate stimulation. Yes, this is a thing. And it happened in California. Of course it did. There's a link in the show or show notes or description if you want to hear it for yourself. Again, this is not something I'm going to play here. 
Oh, and also the teacher told the students they could buy sex toys from Target. Because, of course, Target sells sex toys. Not a decade ago, anyone who wanted to teach young kids about gay sex would have been arrested. Now we have people fighting in court to keep this filth in schools and around kids. Heck, this year's Pride on the River event in Tampa was canceled because they were afraid of the new bills signed by Governor DeSantis. What did the bill include that had them scared? They weren't allowed to have sexually explicit adult performances in front of anyone below the age of 18. The organizers would rather cancel the entire event than make changes that would prevent sexually explicit performances in front of kids. They had a few options, make it an adult only event, make portions of the event adult only, or cancel or redo all the sexually explicit performances but they so badly wanted sexually explicit material and kids in the same area that they bailed on the whole event. We shouldn't stay quiet on this. We should all be asking why grown adults and mainly grown men want to take off their clothes in front of children. And in some cases encourage children to take off their clothes too. Oh, And why do grown men want to teach children about gay sex? Second, we need to stop fantasizing about the victimhood of the LGBT LMNOP community. In America in 2023, they are not victims, not even close. Please take an objective look at the Western world. No one is persecuted for their sexual preferences. You might say, I'm being mean. I believe what you see as mean is simply the truth that you don't want to hear. But even if what I'm saying is mean, so what? I'm not calling for gay erasure or violence or anything else. This is not persecution. I'm simply stating the facts that homosexual behavior is wrong biologically, philosophically, and religiously. It is a perversion of what is natural but I'm willing to let you do whatever you want to do if it stays in the privacy of your own, well, wherever you want to do it that's private. There is no reason for you to bring your sex life into the public. This leads us to number three. This pride nonsense just needs to end. It is a celebration of debauchery, quite literally. Back to the sisters of perpetual indulgence. Pride doesn't even try to hide it anymore. It has always been about sexual pleasure. It just took over 60 years to stop pretending the gay movement was ever about anything else. If the LGBT crowd would stop fighting for rights, they already have. And if we stop celebrating people's sexual preferences, like that's all that matters, the Western world would quickly realize that those who prefer perverse sexual encounters are free to do whatever they please. They don't need to share those preferences with anyone, and those preferences will not cause them to lose any rights or privileges. But the pendulum swung so far toward the perverse, and politicians and other elites have manipulated and used the LGBT movement for personal gain for so long that we're unlikely to softly settle in the middle. Conservative America will continue to fight against depravity, as it should. 
we have become so perverse that if we left our if we were left on our current trajectory there's only one place we can end up the legalization of pedophilia we don't necessarily need to make some forms of sex between consenting adults illegal but we need to accept that consensual heterosexual monogamous sex between adults is the morally superior form of sex it's the only form that is based on something other than personal pleasure if we continue to say all sex is moral because all sex feels good we will legalize sex with kids and that's a scary thought and somewhere i hope we never end up and i'd like to say and somewhere i hope America doesn't want to end up, but we are sprinting toward that right now. Okay, that's all I want to say about that for today, and I'm sure that's all you want to hear. And that's going to actually be it for today's episode. Thank you for hanging out with me. If you're enjoying the podcast, please take a moment to follow, rate, and review. Hit that like button, hit subscribe if you're on YouTube, and we'll see you next time on Sanity.